You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, hey friend, thanks for joining me today. This week we're we're learning practical ways we can have hope and trust in God's bigger story when we're growing through seasons of disappointment in our own story. And we're unpacking a story from John chapter 11 when Mary and Martha find themselves. They're just heartbroken and disappointed. You see, they're good friends of Jesus and they waited for him to come heal their brother Lazarus. But for reasons they can't see at the time, Jesus didn't come soon enough and Lazarus dies. And Martha's disappointed with Jesus because he doesn't live up to her expectations, to her timing. And she acknowledges in John eleven twenty two though, that he can still do something when she says, but even now, even now, I know that God will give whatever you ask. Now, friends, I just love the honesty in that. There's a, there's a very real and honest expression of disappointment that Jesus didn't get there in time to save her brother. And there's also the very real acknowledgement that even now he still could do something if he wants to. Well, in the next verse, Jesus tells her, your brother will rise again. And yes, Martha said, I know he'll rise again. Every, everyone else rises at the last day. So she responds, yeah, yeah, I know. That's what all these well-meaning friends of mine back at our house keep telling me he'll rise again. But right now, Jesus, it really hurts. And then Jesus utters some of the most significant words that have ever been spoken in the history of the world. This is John eleven twenty five and 26. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. And then he asks her, do you believe this, Martha? I mean, what a huge question. Do you believe this? When I was 20 years old, I was an intern at Eastside. And I did my first funeral that I'd ever done for a family who had lost their dad. And they didn't have any connection to the church, any faith connection to God. Now, I've done many funerals since and and over the years. I've done many weddings as well. And believe it or not, I actually prefer doing funerals than weddings because weddings always have potential for major drama. You know, will the divorced parents of the bride get along? Will the four-year-old ring bear run all over the stage and steal the show? And I can just tell you every pastor knows that performing a funeral is less stressful than a wedding. (laughs) There's one less person to complain. Just being honest, okay? But my first funeral was a very challenging one, and I'll never forget it. It was at a mortuary on Beach Boulevard in Westminster, California. And the deceased and his family had no faith, no relationship with Jesus, no hope of life beyond the grave. And I did my best as a 20-year-old that I could to point them to hope. I've had Christians say to me before, man, I just don't know how people go through tough stuff without God. And I think back to that first funeral, and I can tell you, they don't. They don't. Jesus says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? And Martha responds, verse 27, yes, Lord, she told him, I have always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. I believe you're all the things you say you are, Jesus. And I think that was said with a genuine, and I'm so glad you're here right now. Friends, God's always by your side. 
He's writing a story in you right now for his purpose, not despite your disappointments, but through your disappointments. So I hope you'll join me here tomorrow as we continue to see how this story in John 11 unfolds. And today I just want to pray that no matter your circumstances, you can come to God with the honesty and trust, just like Martha did. God, I thank you that today you you know our needs, you know our disappointments, and we can just bring them right to you. You're willing, you're ready to receive them. There's no place we would rather bring them than to you, God. There's no one we would trust more with them than you. And even when we can't see how you're going to move and answer and sort out situations, we choose to trust you today with our lives, our relationships, our circumstances, and we do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you back here tomorrow.